The Grappling Hour is brought to you by Ludigear, athletic support items created by grapplers for grapplers. Fire Grub Meal Prep. Meal Prep. Done right. Hi, everybody. At this point, you should probably know who I am. My name is Rav Esparza. Um, I am your friendly neighborhood uh, talk show podcaster. So one of the nice things that we often do on Verbal Tap is we cover so many different events and we talk about so many other people that I thought I would do a little bit differently on the grappling hour is unlike some other hosts, I won't say who, or some other MMA hosts, a lot of them don't train. And I've been very fortunate over the years to when I am training, and I have mentioned things on the podcast about said training. So many of you guys send in great notes and uh, encouragement or videos, and you guys have really taken a liking to um, you know, knowing the ins and outs of the things that I do when I'm training. So I thought, with this new show, we're creating content every day. I thought it might be kind of cool to describe some of the things that I do or some of the struggles that I go through when I'm training because I feel a lot of the things I go through are very similar to the things that so many of you write in or message me or um, shoot me notes about via memes or uh, stuff of that like. So anyway, here's a, a broad spectrum. So I've been training grappling. I started back in 2009. And uh, before then, I had always had an interest in it based off of pro wrestling and as well as always being um, fairly durable, I guess you could say. Uh, Whenever one of my friends and I would uh, either be wrestling or grappling, for whatever reason, I wasn't necessarily great at it. But people seemed to think, oh, man, Raph actually can hang in the fight for a little while. So that always gave way to something uh, very interesting was when I really got into the UFC about 2004, 2005, I really, really wanted to train. And at the time I was doing school out in Illinois and I didn't see any gyms that were close to me in a place called Bloomington, Normal, Illinois. So uh, I decided when I was going to go to grad school, uh, which was in Western Kentucky in a place called Bowling Green, um... I thought I would try and find a place out there. Granted, at those times, they weren't as popular to have a ton of places. I knew they existed, but I didn't have a car to get to them, and it was always really difficult. So by the time I ended up getting a pretty good job, by the time I got back to L.A., I said, you know what, now it's time that I've got a good job. I'm going to start to train. So I would start to train, and I really liked doing it. I picked up a place called uh, 10th Planet. Maybe you guys have heard of it. And uh, I went to a 10th Planet out here in Burbank. And it was fun. I was really overwhelmed with the amount of work I was doing at the time. I was working as a page and kind of paying my dues over at NBC. 
but I didn't really just take a, t- a trial class. I literally, I paid to be somebody who was going to just continue to show up. So I was paying monthly and I would show up off and on and I really did love it. I wasn't in love with the warmups. I'll be very honest about that. Uh, I think that was mostly because I was out of shape and I saw that a lot of the guys were doing cartwheels. And I always thought to myself, listen, I didn't do cartwheels when I was a child. I'm not about to do them now that I'm a full grown fat adult. So I did that. I did enjoy it. And unfortunately, it was around that time that my own mother was starting to pass. And her health was deteriorating to the point where I said, I can't in good conscience uh, really get out to go train just to be selfish. So I would put it off and on. And for years, I had just told people, I was like, you know, I really wanted to go back. And, you know, things kept me from always being there. So as a result of that, I hung out more with my dad and I tried to spend quality time. At that time, my wife now, who uh, was then my girlfriend, She had just moved out to L.A., and I couldn't quite make the argument that I should go back. So at around 2012, I decided to fully recommit myself to grappling. And I basically tried out every gym in the Valley. And I want to say this is actually late 2011. But for months, I just kept visiting gym after gym after gym that I felt these people must have been so tired of me. But I knew there had to be a good fit for me. I knew there had to be a good place that made sense to me. So I found this really cool gym called Valley Martial Arts Center. And I went there and they were totally accepting of, you know, the background that I had in terms of training no gi. And I I just like the people there. And this is before I really even had a podcast. Um, I was just really excited to be a part of of something that I felt would be beneficial to me. So when a lot of people say why it is that they grapple or why it is that they do this, you know, some people are former athletes. Some people are nerds who just need something to uh, challenge their brain. Um, Some people do it for self-defense reasons. Uh, There's not really a wrong answer on any of these things. For me personally, I just understood There's never going to be a moment I'm going to go to a gym and get on a treadmill or lift weights. I know that about myself. And as I was starting to get older, I decided to say, I think it's time for me to be healthy about myself. You know, at that time, I was starting to get close to 200 pounds and I'm about five, eight, five, nine in good shoes. And I said, that's unacceptable. And I just committed to restarting something that really dates back to 2005, 2006 that I wanted to do. And then in 2009, I did try to do at that situationally. It just didn't work out. So with that, I just kind of enrolled in this place called Valley Martial Arts Center and I started training and I haven't looked back since. So that's kind of the the nuts and bolts of it. Um, I think it's important to always establish why it is you you love grappling and why you're a fan. So one of my favorite things that I like to ask people, and you'll hear me ask it often, especially on these bonus content issue things, is when did you fall in love with grappling? I'm going to answer that the next time. <laughs> I think it's important because we want to do a, a series of these. And uh, I think it's an important question that really establishes what it is that brought you to the game and what keeps you here. And I think it's 
the connecting thread that makes so many of us uh, endure the injuries, put up with the ridiculous amount of time we spent on the mats just to get incrementally better in small tenths of percentages. Um, But for me, I think it's important that you guys know I don't just host this show because it's just something that's a a fun hobby. I think grappling can be a way of life. I think it could be something that improves your life. And from there, once I started doing grappling, it didn't take longer than six months to really understand I wanted to do a podcast. I wanted to do something that was my passion, especially from 2004, 2005 on. I was watching UFCs weekly. I was uh, calling friends. I would text my friends all the time who they had in these fights. In retrospect, it makes sense that I'm now a host and I love asking people who they think is going to win a fight or people asking me my opinions. But you can really trace it back down to those humble beginnings. And I think for me, it's important you guys know that, again, it's more than a hobby. It's a passion and I'm hoping it's that sort of thing that's going to lead us to get people outside of the sport to become fans uh, to accept it in larger arenas and I don't know my goal is to one day get people as excited about grappling in the same way we spend three months talking about a Super Bowl baby steps we'll get there in time Anyway, that's kind of the beginning of my story. Over the next few months or so, I'm going to stretch you guys on out through uh, little moments and parts that I like about what it is that I do in grappling. Um, I'm going to tell you the very honest struggles I have in my game because I think that's what makes us human. I think going through the suck of it all is the thing that really keeps us coming back. So anyway... Thank you guys for listening today. Uh, This was, I think, the first installment of what we're dubbing here at the Grappling Hour as uh, Sunday Confessional. I used to be a Catholic. I don't don't know. If you're a cafeteria Catholic, does it count if you just kind of pick and choose when you're a Catholic? I don't know. Maybe I'm Catholic on the holidays. I'm Mexican, so you don't really get a choice in this sort of a thing. Long story short is I thought it would be a good way every Sunday to share a little bit about what I'm training a little bit about my history and uh, a little bit about the um, the journey that I take on my own journey. And hopefully it's something similar that you guys are doing. All right. If you're not following us, do us a solid. Go visit the Grappling Hour. Go, you know, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. Please subscribe to us on there. If you're also so interested, go support us on our Patreon page. You can find that as well grappling hour we basically really want to get your guys support when you support us here you get premium content like this you're gonna get premium interviews that i still haven't even released we've got a verbal tap vault full of what six seven years worth of material some things that have never seen the light of day may actually now see the light of day thanks to viewers and listeners like you as always my deepest thanks to one fire grub meal prep plan and Luda gear. It's important for me that we got good sponsors and man, do we have two fucking amazing ones right off the back. So 
I'd like to say thank you to them for paying the bills and making it so that I eat well and that I'm actually protected when I'm training well. That'll do it for this week. It's been a great day for grappling. Have a good one.